Welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Congdon, owner of a thriving birth and postpartum doula agency. In this podcast, I'll be giving you actionable tools and strategies on things like marketing, networking, social media, branding, growth strategy, and the steps to building a business that has optimal scalability. I'll be sharing my personal journey, talking about mistakes I've made and how I've turned them around into big wins. Whether you realize it or not, you're a business owner starting your journey as a small but mighty entrepreneur. If you want to be a birth boss, you're in the right place. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Congdon. And today I have with me, I'm going to also say a friend, so a colleague, but I feel like over the years that I've known Denise Melvin, um, I feel like we're more than colleagues. We're somewhere like totally in the friend zone, in the colleague zone. Yeah. So I can't just say, you know, a colleague, I have to say a colleague and a friend. Denise Melvin, owner of My Happy Newborn, she is a former nanny turned newborn care specialist, turned postpartum doula, uh, lactation counselor, infant massage educator, which is, I felt, the perfect person to talk about how you determine your passion in this industry. Because I feel like most of us who have been doing this for at least a couple of years are doing something different than when we started So we're going to talk about how she got into newborn care from being a nanny and kind of how that has evolved into what she's doing now. She's doing some pretty spectacular things. But, you know, I think when I train postpartum doulas, you know, that's what they're immediately looking to do, right? We're not looking like at the bigger picture until they start taking clients and seeing what else is out there and realizing like you did, you know, what else you love out there, what else sparks you, and then also what else the community needs. Like that becomes really apparent. The more clients you work for, the more you see that's lacking in your community. So this is Denise, and if you want to tell a little bit about yourself and just kind of starting with your journey from, you know, being a nanny into everything else you're doing now. So when you were a nanny, when did you realize that you wanted to do something, not different, but something something else, something more? That's a really interesting question because, well, one, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. But, you know, I started my, you know, I started working in the corporate, in corporate America. And it just, my personality was very gentle. I worked in an office with people and I was like, oh, this isn't for me. The company ended up filing for chapter 11. I was like one of the last people like let go. And I was so grateful. But I told my husband, I'm like, look, I really just want to work with children. I love being around children and he was like, so what is that? Like a lateral move? <laughs> like a bit of a little dip, but that's okay. Well, you know, we'll, I, you're going to have a happy wife and happy wife. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so um, I started off as a nanny. My very first family, they were, um, it was a little boy with autism. And of course I had, I was like, whoa, totally out of my comfort zone. But I just literally threw myself into it, doing research, working with the family, working therapist. It was such a great experience. So I was a nanny for 18 years. I worked with, 
I think, four families in that time. And I worked with them as they were bringing their baby home. So I worked with moms when they were still home on maternity leave. And moms had problems with, you know, lactation issues, mastitis, clogged ducts. All the things. <laughs> just here, can't I just cuddle the baby? I thought that this this what being a nanny was about, you know. But part of it was I felt like a sense of, you know, hypocrisy. Seems like feeling like I'm supposed to be here really for the family, but I, I can't offer any support. That family, I stayed with them for nine years. It was a wonderful experience. But that's, that's what basically was the repeat story of when I moved on to the next family. Oh, mom had postpartum depression. I knew something was up, but I didn't know what to do. And I just sat and listened. And that's also important is having the ability to sit and listen. But all of those things combined made me realize like, yes, I love working with children, but I want, I want families to be whole. Absolutely. Families I was work that I had the privilege of working with, they they, you know had like holes in their in their family, like you know postpartum depression, fathers feeling like they didn't couldn't bond with their babies, and all those things led me. First, I thought I love working with babies. That's what I want to do. I want to work with babies. I um (laughs) by chance met another who was born classes. So she was super instrumental in kind of leading me along the way of like where to find reliable training because there's lots of trainings out there. Uh-huh. Research. And so as I was working at the nanny, I took these courses as a newborn care specialist with newborn care solutions. I loved that they had like, you know, a foundation course advanced and then they had all these other programs you can work yourself through and like four years time period up to like this master. I'm going to work my way to master NCS. And I did last year, but along the way, working with families and, and as a newborn case specialist, you work at night, right? So I thought I'd just taking care of the baby. Well, guess what? No, mom is still there. Mom still has questions about breastfeeding. Mom's still having a, some trouble emotionally and physically, mentally healing from birth. And that made me realize I can't just take care of the baby. I'm here to take care of mom. I'm, I'm here to support dad too. That led me to postpartum. It led me to you. <laughs> and that, you know, took two years for me to, to get through my certifications. I've been working, you know, postpartum work for about five years now. It led me to postpartum work, um, training. Um, and then still working with families, there was still more things that were coming up that I felt ill-equipped to help with. I worked with a mom who hospitalized herself for postpartum depression um, and psychosis. And I was like, I know nothing. Like, how am I supposed to support this family? So Mm -hmm. I I guess what I'm getting at is that when you're working a job, it's all the experiences that you have, whether they be you feel you had a positive impact on the family or maybe you feel you leave that family and you feel like you, you left them lacking, maybe yourself lacking. Right. And those, and then that's how I started to realize that certain things were brought me a sense of passion, lit a fire in me. Uh-huh. My, I thought of myself as a metal detector, you know, and there's all kinds of things that you can come across with a metal detector. Right. But there's only certain things that light up the metal detector and you hear the beep. Well, uh-huh. same thing. Families, there are certain experiences that light that beep, that connect with us, that leave us. Yes. 
we're still thinking about that experience long after the family is finished. And they're always so unexpected. Like you never go into these working with families or these situations expecting to like feel that spark or, or, or realize something in you. You're like, oh, I do love this. Or, um, so it's, it's just interesting how things change and evolve. And, um, you've definitely changed and evolved so much, you know, over the years. How many years ago did you take my training? It's been a, a while. I think it's about five years since I took the it's, postpartum it's training. It's been a while. Yeah. And so you've gone from nanny to newborn care specialist. You added postpartum doula care. You added not only the lactation educator training, but also certified lactation counselor training. Um, I've taken the both. They're both fantastic. So you're now 24 plus 45 hours, you know, into the depth of lactation education and then adding your infant massage educator training. But also, you know, I think a huge step too is, you know, adding all these trainings and, you know, figuring out, like no one can tell you what trainings are the best for you. You kind of have to figure out what your community needs and what you love to do and also what fits your lifestyle and your schedule and, you know, all of those things. But, you know, you worked in all of these things. You cared for all these families and then realize that there's only one of you. You only have two hands. There's way more people that need you and want you that you can care for. So you moved all of that over into an agency model. So now you can take your passion, your education, your ability to network, your community connections. I mean, all of those things and care for so many more families in your area. Um, and you're up in New Hampshire, right? Southern New Hampshire? Uh, Pelham, New Hampshire. It's right okay. over the Massachusetts Salem yep. area. Yep. So you now have this much bigger reach in caring for families as a newborn care specialist, postpartum doula, mix in lactation, some infant massage, and it's just amazing. Like five years ago, did you think that this is where you were going to be? Like, I know that you didn't. Jody. I, I remember sheepishly after your training. Yes. And I said, I was like, oh, please say, please say yes. And I was like, Jody, I, I, you know, just curious. Do you think I could work with your agency as a postpartum doula and pull the words even out of my mouth? You were like, I was like, yep. And I was so grateful. Well, you know what, though, to be honest, and anyone who's listening who does work for me <laughs> is going to be excited when I say this, but, you know, I'm in a really special position where, you know, uh, trainings were all local. I mean, all local, all in person prior to COVID, then they were virtual. So now I'm tr I was training people like all over the world. But, you know, in my local trainings, I can pick the shining stars out of each one. So, you know, I've trained hundreds of people and I have a team of about 40. So I'm very intentional about who I choose to represent, you know, my business. And there was no doubt in my mind after the training that you sort of just fit that so perfectly. Um, and there's a bunch of things I look for in people that I want, you know, as part of my team. And it's not just you know, are you going to be a good postpartum doula? I mean, most people that take the training are going to be good at what they do, right? But there's, you know, the integrity factor and the trust factor. And, and there's so many other things 
that go along with it that I definitely saw in you. So I saw you through that. You've worked for me. You've done a million other amazing things. And now you have your own agency. So I've, you know, kind of seen you come full circle. So I'm like a proud, proud, <laughs> a, a proud agency mom. <laughs> I, I kind of modeled my, how I'm doing things the way you have modeled them for us. You've been very open with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, support you've been super supportive to me to me but you just say like we're friends I'm like oh good because that's how I feel (laughs) yes yes oh my god yes like and it's funny because it you know I I think most of the people that work for me it is definitely a business relationship you know we're colleagues but you 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 want to have that personal relationship you want to have that friendship because it's not just a business to me. Like my whole heart is in this and I know you feel the same. But again, you know, when we start this, when we start this journey, when I started as a postpartum doula, I was like, these are my clients. Like the, this is a business. These are all business transactions. And sometimes in my postpartum doula training, like the my least favorite phrase I feel like is that these are business transactions. These are not your friends. These are your paying clients who are paying you for a service. And we know in the care industry, you know, sometimes there's a lot of gray area with that um, because you do put your heart and soul and energy and sweat and tears and hopefully not blood, but sometimes into, you know, these, the caring for these families. So yeah, like those, those lines do get blurred a little bit, but um, I definitely, you know, consider you a friend and Denise and I were chatting and, and sort of how this came up is I can't even remember what we were talking about, but I was like, oh, okay. Like, I think you would be a good person to have my podcast. And we were trying to figure out, like, kind of trying to hone in on what to talk about. And Denise actually brought up, you know, kind of how you, how you determine what your passion is, how you find it. And, and I think it sort of determines you like it, it, it sort of falls on you. We don't actively look for like our next thing. I get maybe sometimes we do, but a lot of times these things fall in your lap and these families need something from you that you may not have. So you're like, oh, okay, yes, that is my next training. Like how you talked about the client that um, admitted themselves, you know, your next step might have been a maternal mental health certificate. Um, you know, I've taken that training. It's phenomenal. Yeah, but you don't realize it's, it wasn't on my list. Until somebody needed that from me. And I was like, there's, there's going to be more people that are going to rely on me for this information. So that's my next, my next training. Um, Think of it like this. Each family, have you seen that um, TV show Chopped? Yes. Yep. There's like a cooking um, show that's like a competition. So they each given a chopped basket. Yep. Right. And this weird ingredients mm-hmm. and you have to make a I, I look at families kind of like that. Like, here's my chocolate yes, basket. Yes, yes. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> but sometimes you think you, you're going into it knowing what, what you're going to produce. Right. And it's all these other mm-hmm, things come mm-hmm. up. And now I look at the ingredients that the, that the family's giving me, all of their needs, their, you know, cultural diversity, yep. challenges that come up for their family. And now, like the chef, think of a meal to make out of all that. But with this... In the back of my mind, my ultimate goal is I'm providing positive postpartum uh-huh. experience. What do I need to do to do that for this family? Right. The care that we give them ultimately 
carries with them for the rest of their life. And pregnancy and postpartum is so, I mean, you have no idea what's going to happen anyway. It's so, it's such an art, not a science. So we have to go into, I mean, you know, and as an agency owner, you know, you feel this, I'm sure, but like, we never even know when the due dates are. I mean, when that, when the babies are coming, we never know when our doulas are going to start care. We never know where they're, when they're going to end. I mean, like, so it's so up in the air all the time. Like you just, you have to be ready. And, you know, interesting enough, I've had this conversation a trillion times, but you know, when the pandemic hit, you know, who pivoted the fastest? The doulas, like the birth doulas, the postpartum doulas, anyone in like the perinatal community, because we had to, like, this doesn't stop just because there's a pandemic. You know, we moved to virtual care. We moved to in-person care with 52 masks on. Like, whatever we needed to do, it was like a three-day turnaround where we were like, okay, you know, what do we need to do? How do we need to change? What needs to, you know, happen in order for us to continue to see clients? And I feel like I can't think of another industry, you know, besides like the medical industry that sort of has that ability because we're so used to being on our toes. We're so used to doing a 180 if we need to. Things change, especially in birth all the time. So we made it happen and we survived and thrived. I mean, I know most doulas that I talk to, most agencies that I talk to, um, they didn't stop caring for families. And I know for us, we're 10 times as busy now as we were, you know, pre-COVID because the needs are greater. The needs are different. So it's, it's been a wild ride, but yeah, I bet five years ago, you didn't think that we'd be talking about your agency and how awesome it is and all the other things, you know, that you've kind of added to your plate and added to your repertoire and the people that you've met along the way. It's been pretty amazing. I right, think it's right. one, I, for me, I want to surround myself with people because that's, that's how we improve as individuals. I love the communities, the online communities that you've set up. I've learned so much to network with people. And now I love that people are looking to me for some network. Yes. Yes. It's come full circle. It's come full circle. You are now the mentor. I believe that's my passion, <laughs> right? Now that we're, we're talking about things that, that light us up. Yes. I make our- that lights me up for sure. I mean, mentoring people, but also seeing people that I mentor come full circle and start mentoring other people. That lights me up to no end. I can't even think of a word <laughs> that is like that I can use to say how, how happy that makes me. I need to be a very shy person, but when something gets me excited and happy, you can't really shut me up about it. So- right, right. No, <laughs> me either. Me either. I'm all over, I'm all over the place talking about how happy I am. Um, but so I think this is probably so helpful for people who are starting out as doulas and trying to figure out what trainings to add or what their next move is, how they can better care for clients and probably racking their brain about like, what's next? What's next? What can I add? And I think you have to just sit back, take a deep breath, you know, take a look at your surroundings, take a look at your clients, what they're asking, take a look at the doula community, right? See what they're posting about, what their clients need, right? Because, you know, it it probably is similar. And I also keep a close eye on the new parent community, the new local, the local new parent community, because I see what they're asking for, what they're not able to find, what their needs are. And that helps me kind of figure out what my next move is. 
because sometimes I think like what I want to do, um, how does that match up with what the community needs? And, you know, of course you see what the community needs and then you're like, oh yes, that makes sense. And, and I feel like it all kind of lights me up at this point, like anything that new families need, anything that the, you know, birth and postpartum professionals say that they need is, is my next move. And thus far, it's been all the things that I want to do. So it's, you know, it's been, it's been fail proof so far. (laughs) I was just going to say that I feel like I'm somewhat the same way that I try to make myself what the family needs, but I'm not afraid to say, I don't know how to do that. So is having connections in the community, having resources that we could refer this family out to. And honestly, it's like, we become like their concierge service, right? We bring them all of these things. And, and it's, it's not a shame that you don't have all of this, you know, maybe down the road, if you're just starting out, you don't have all of this experience and training, but that's okay. Because you know people do, and the families will respect you, and they'll still tell their friends. Right, right. And actually, my my tagline for hip to heart is concierge care during and after pregnancy. Because it is. You are actually like a concierge. What they need, you will find them, uh, whether it's you or someone else. And that's the beauty of all this. And it doesn't always have to be you. You set yourself up with other people who can be, you know, those referrals for you. I will let everybody who's listening know where they can see you, where they can find you. If you are a doula in the Northern Massachusetts, Southern New Hampshire, mid, mid New Hampshire, mid coast, I don't know what you call it. And you are wanting to connect with Denise. I will let you know how, sorry, my cat just jumped up and fell down. And if you are interested in kind of starting this journey, becoming a postpartum doula, I do have a training coming up July 30th and 31st. It is virtual. We're doing, you know, some virtual, some in-person at this point. I have an in-person one this weekend. But you can find all that information also in the show notes or go to hiptoheart.com. Denise, thank you so much for coming on and helping everyone figure out how to navigate you know, their journey and figure out what their passions are. Keep being bosses, guys. I will catch you next time. Thank you for hanging with me. But don't worry, the awesome does not end here. You can follow me on Instagram at hip to heart and join my Facebook group, Business for Birth Professionals, a group I created that focuses solely on the business side of birth and postpartum care. Stick with me so we can hold hands as you start your journey to becoming a birth boss.